Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's January 18th. This is the Fightful Post-Raw podcast. We are joined by Denise Salcedo. You can see her uh, pretty much everywhere. Denise, how you doing? Happy Monday. I'm sleepy today. I'm not even going to lie. I think I yawned like 40 times, right? Like just waiting from like between Raw ending and waiting for the stream link to come on. I was just sitting here like staring at the wall. Well, uh, we're going to do our best to keep you guys from yawning because I'm pretty sure you've been doing that for the last three hours. WWE Monday Night Raw was not a good one. It was not a show that I would recommend to anybody. It is not a show that, I, I, I don't know, it's just like nothing happens on this show and it's very sad, but we're still here to talk about it. And uh, we want to- two bags of hot Cheetos, Sean. That's what happens. Really? Like whenever a show's not that good, I tend to snack more. I had two bags of hot Cheetos and now I just feel awful. Oh. Well, guys, it would make us feel less awful if you would hit the like button, hit subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, and donate a super chat if you want your question or statement read on the air at youtube.com slash Fightful. Of course, we're on podcast platforms everywhere. Check out a couple new projects we have. We have a clips channel, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. Please head over there, get our watch hours up. Also, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Uh, last week I did a two hour super, like I think it was a 16 bit game stream. It was a lot of fun, me and Jeremy just hanging out. So <sighs> I guess we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Um, Let's well, do this. Anakin says, been looking forward to this show since Friday. We got some fan <laughs> mail from Anakin. So uh, we'll, we'll open that up towards the end of this show. Oh, how exciting. But Brandon Charles Powell says, yo, I got to go to bed in a bit. And that Randy Orton mask is freaking me out. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, so somebody asked me how much in super chats it would take me to recreate that promo tonight. And I said, 500. <laughs> I Wait, said, 500, yeah, $500 in super chat money for you to recreate that promo. Yeah. Because we ain't doing that much. And I don't remember the promo. So I got um, some lines down here. If you want me to help you, help you, you know, get these, get this stuff in. I'm you can so have mad. this recreation. Just go well, get like some weird cloth and put it over your face. <laughs> put totally a little not. red lipstick on yourself. What he was saying, I get it. His delivery is always awesome. But oh my God, this this mask. The mask. What the hell? What's going on here? First, first off, they said first degree burns. That's why he's covering up his face. How long do you think he's gonna wear this mask? I'm going to give it two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, I think after next week, we might not see it anymore. I mean, okay, I think till the Royal Rumble. I mean, I don't know about this specifically, this mask, but just something on his face until the day of the Royal Rumble. And hopefully Royal Rumble, he's, he's just back to regular Randy. Kian Kian says, SRS and Reina Salcedo. Did you watch Reina. WandaVision? I did not watch WandaVision. But NYC Demon Diva says, masked Randy Orton can get it. Oh man. Um you can get what? It. Oh, it. It, it Denise. Come oh, on. My bad. I didn't know what the it stood for. Come on. Oh I'm my working God. on half a brain right now, okay? Yeah, well, so are our WWE every Monday by the looks of it. I okay, this stuff is not for me. This this angle is not for me. The Fiend stuff anymore is not for me. There's some stuff like Firefly Funhouse I love a lot. But, I mean, it's not exclusive to WWE. You know, there's a lot of people that say, well, if, if AEW or somebody else did it, you'd like it. No, I consistently dislike and hate it when it's Impact doing it. I don't like it when they do this underworld bullshit that they do on Impact either. I didn't like Wrestle House on Impact. Um, I, I just didn't. I, it wasn't for me. How are you feeling about this angle that we've seen so far with all the fireballs and the transformations and all that? All right. So first of all, I got to say, like, I know like this stuff, you know, like you said, it's not for you. We, we it's so hard to dis, dis, you know, suspend your disbelief sometimes. Okay. That's just fact for this, for this focusing on tonight's segment though, for with Randy Orton, I didn't love it and I didn't hate it. So here's the thing about this. Like I didn't hate it just because I did think that the promo was great. There was a lot of really good lines in there, like where he talks about just, uh, you know, the voices that he hears and how he, you know, had compassion and essentially that compassion ended up backfiring on him. And so I liked everything that he had saying in this. It did go on really long. This entire segment could have been cut down completely, you know, without the shots of him just watching what we already saw. But I kind of think it's it's weird because it's not something that we're used to seeing Randy Orton. You know, I'm used to taking him more seriously. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe this could be something new, some sort of reinvention for Randy. But I don't necessarily know that this is the right direction to head that into. So I was a little bit torn on how I felt about this opening segment. But it, the mask itself, I think maybe had they done something different, I don't know, some something different for his face, then it might not have come across as goofy. And maybe it would have came off, came across as more, uh, you know, more believable. I'm with you with the 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 new aspect of a Randy Orton because – as of like last year, I was, or, okay, maybe 2019, I was sitting here saying, maybe he should team with Shelton. Maybe he should just do something he hasn't done before. Well, he definitely hasn't done this before, Denise. 
No, Whatever this is, he has not done this before. So I know I don't know what it will lead to. And we've seen stuff start off really badly and end up being really good. Trevor L says everyone talks about Lucha Randy. I see Golga Randy. Do you remember Golga? I don't actually. Golga was in the oddities. It was earthquake under a mask and uh, he would carry around the Cartman doll all the time. But uh, Darian reminded me of underwear. I'm sorry, but to me, it just looked like underwear. Like someone put on granny's panties and just put some holes in there. Oh man. Darian Pittman says Randy cosplaying as MF doom was good fun. RIP. So, I mean, the thing is, like, I know we're going to get more super chats about this Randy Orton thing. So, but isn't uh, it strange to you, Sean, though, that Randy Orton has necessarily, you know, last year, one of the things that you and I and a million other podcasters had the exact same thing to say about Randy is the fact that he was doing some of his best work that he's ever done. So, part of me wonders if they're going some, if the end game for this is going to be big because I can't picture Randy Orton signing up to do something like this. I don't think he wants to be the laughing stock of people, yeah. you know, seeing the mask. And I mean, if I were him and I saw that mask and I had to put that on my face, I, I would probably say something. I'd probably be like, you know what, guys, like maybe there's a different way that we could go about this. So a part of me wonders if maybe there's a, a really strong end game for this. And I know that's me reaching really hard right sure. now, but it's just, it's it kind of, it doesn't, necessarily makes sense for this for randy orton to say yes this is something that i'm gonna do and wwe specifically monday night raw have lost that that goodwill that 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 vote of confidence in me when i see something like this i just assume that it's going to continue to suck and that it will suck all the way through if it's on smackdown or AEW or even ring of honor or new japan like when evil got the championship last year i was like sure it sucks but at least give it time to see if it doesn't suck. On Raw, I just assume that it's going to suck because of that track record. Brian B. Jam says, I guess he's no longer dashing Randy Orton. Maybe he's now smooth Randy Orton. Yeah, he might He might be looking like poor Adam or Pete or, or really anybody that's ever gotten a check from WrestleTalk. You know what's funny, too, about this? So do you remember when Kane got unmasked and all he had was like those black, those black smoky lines? And I remember goofy hair, yeah. Right. Okay. So I remember when that happened. I was kind of disappointed because I, you know, I was a kid, so I was really expecting for his face to be like all grotesque and like all like skin peeling off. I almost felt that this uh Randy Orton Burns thing was done a lot better, though, in terms of the Kane reveal. Like hey, had Kane had like the the red the red portions like Randy Orton did tonight. I actually thought that that would have been a lot better. And I was like, Well, what do you know? It's like Randy Orton <laughs> looks more burnt than Kane did. Emma JG says my mom thought that Randy's nose looked like a strawberry. Yeah, I mean they they applied some some burn stuff there, and uh, I, I at least admire them for that. Although I'm pretty sure a first degree burn is also like like a really bad sunburn or <laughs> a really bad tan. At some I don't point. know. I don't want to find out. I church pastor blaster says the show was illogical in a weird way. It felt like they're trying too many character reboots. I Not mean, even that. I would say probably more like more of the cinematic stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I would have to, uh, as we get through the show, I'll really, I'll pay some more attention to that. But yeah, that one was a little bit, uh, this one was weird. Trent Gaspard says, Los Conquistadores making a comeback. Who's going to be Orton's Conquistador number two? Well, Edge, obviously. I mean, they, they've got the relationship. Edge knows how to do the Conquistador thing. 
Denise, have you, you're freezing up an awful lot. I'll just say that. I'm what? I thought it was you, Sean, because you're freezing out. No, uh, are you sure? Because I thought not on you. the mainstream. On the mainstream, you are. You should. All right, let, I'll let's come see out. if you can reset, and I'll I'll, I'll handle things. Oh my gosh, look at this! I'm split now. I'm Denise. I am number one Kanye West fan, Denise Salcedo right now. So let's just uh, fix this overlay. We'll rock with the Streamyard gimmick for right now. But uh, New Punk Rant says this is worse than Russo booking because the billion dollar company putting out trash. They should just bring in Russo, bro. I mean, I, come on. This is where you want me to say something bad about Russo, and then he angry treats me, or his people angry tweet me. I'm good with Vince. But no, I mean, I, that was that was 20 years ago. I mean, I don't even need to see a, uh, a, a comparison to that because it, things are so much different now than they were uh, 20 years ago. But... This Randy Orton stuff, it was definitely not for me, but I'll tell you something that was for me. Inside the Royal Rumble, I'll get the cheap plug out of the way. I dropped this 11,000-word feature on Fightful.com today. I have about an 82-minute video, admittedly. Uh, one of the interviews didn't make the final cut. I'll release it. It's with Matt Stryker, but I've got a big companion piece with it. I talked to Drew McIntyre, Triple H, Kevin Owens, Shotzi Blackheart, Bret Hart, Corey Graves, like so many different people about... Uh, the Royal Rumble and how the Royal Rumble is built and some of the stories behind Royal Rumble moments. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, Shane Helms, Tom Pritchard, even Duke the Dumpster Drossy. I talked to so many different people. And uh, I hope that you guys will check it out and share it and enjoy it. It's a good time. I, uh, if this goes well, I'm going to probably do another one, especially if it's received well within the community. So please check that out. And of course, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. FightfulSelect.com brings you exclusive news and podcasts. But this show is brought to you by Gainful. Whether you're trying to build muscle, lose weight, or just get your nutrition on track, protein is critical. But it's especially important to get the right protein powder that fits your lifestyle and your health goals. That's why I'm glad that we're partnered up with Gainful. I started to use this stuff as I wanted to get get in better shape around the new year, and I hit them up, and fortunately, we were able to make something work. That's how it usually works with our sponsors. I don't hit you guys with anything that I don't personally use myself, and I love this stuff. It offers customized protein based on your body type, diet, fitness habits, and goals. It's designed by a team of sports nutrition experts who work with pro teams and athletes, and they optimize these for performance with simple and effective ingredients. You don't have any fillers, gluten, or soy, or anything artificial, especially avoiding that soy if you're a man and you're trying to get those testosterone levels up and gain your protein in that manner is very important. But also... This gives you free, unlimited access, one-on-one, to your own registered dietitian. No other protein comes with this kind of hands-on attention, and it's a great bonus. Uh, You get to take a quiz, and it kind of sets you up with the right type of protein for you. It only takes a few minutes to complete, and it comes with these great uh, flavor boosters. And you get this big tub of protein. And you're not stuck with anything that you're not into. Those flavor boosters, as I talked about, Madagascar vanilla, chocolate peanut butter, my personal favorite, strawberry cream, cookies and cream, cafe mocha, rich chocolate. You put the flavor boosts in your protein as you drink it. 
That way, if you if you get strawberry and you don't like it, well, that's okay. You can switch to cafe mocha and you don't have a giant tub of protein that you don't like laying around. That was my favorite part of this. Right now, we have a special offer for our listeners. $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder when you go to gainful.com slash fightful. That's gainful, G-A-I-N-F-U-L.com slash fightful. Get $15 off your first month. And of course, I hit them up with the, come on, we're fightful. You're gainful. Let's do a little business. And they were awesome about it. So check it out, gainful.com slash fightful. Helps us pay these bills, you know, like Denise's internet bill. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. It was working just fine, and then it just decided to crash on me. I restarted my computer, but I don't know if that's going to do anything. So just let me know if I go out again. You know, they're doing those 8K cameras for for WWE. You're, you're pretty much rocking on 144p internet. I don't know what's happening. Hey, you know what? Every now and then my internet just decides to go crazy. Well, we got our, all of our sponsors out of the way. So now we're here for Monday Night Raw Talk with, with Denise Pixelated Salcedo. New Punk Rant says, I appreciate Russo watching current WWE. No hate. I mean, I don't know if he likes it or why. I, I don't really keep up with this stuff. No, no offense. Nothing like not, not a shot at his. Uh, Brian F says, painting my flag, worst Raw post-year 2000. Well, if you told me it was one of the most pointless, I would agree with you. But again, Denise, when people say worst ever, it's real hard for me to get on board. Like, it's got to be offensive. Not just a waste of time. It's got to be offensive to be the worst. I wouldn't go as far to say that it was the worst Raw. I think that a lot of things that happened were, yeah, questionable. But I wouldn't call it the worst Raw. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, Completely missable, for sure. You did not need to watch this show at all. Uh, Mike Provencher 2 says, uh, I always call them 2 instead of the second, uh, just just out of habit. The supernatural stuff is for me, and I still don't like this story. Well, oh, that's uh, not I'm, good. That's definitely not good. Are, are you into supernatural stuff? Myself? No. Like, if I watch like sci-fi type of stuff, like it's okay, but it's got to be really good. I can't, I can't suspend my disbelief that much. Gosh, you should see your video. It's hilarious. But you know what? I'll take it. I don't know At what least, to do. What should I the do? Audio. The audio is more important than the video. I'll say that much. <gasps> it's more important than the video and we've got good audio. So okay, I'm well, okay I was gonna say it. if you want, I can try again, but no, I don't know what no, else no. to do. <laughs> no, we're good. We'll rock with this. Charlotte Flair defeated Lacey Evans. Lacey says she's just learning from Ric Flair, and Charlotte's facing Peyton Royce, so you knew what was gonna happen right out of the gate. You know Charlotte and Peyton are getting 50-50. Charlotte ends up winning a match with the figure eight and holds on to it afterwards, but not before a bunch of distractions that don't matter, Denise. Everything is just the same. It's oh, distraction, distraction, and and here, like no, hardly anybody's over because Charlotte lost to Peyton, but she lost via distraction. Now she beats Peyton, but there's a distraction. So so whatever Lacey's doing doesn't matter. Ah, um, uh, this this really set the tone for shit not mattering on this show. 
No, I agree. And here's the thing, though, too, is that this 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 feud originally I just didn't like it because I didn't think that it was very it was it was just not anything that I actually cared about. But now it's successfully triggering my daddy issue. So in a way, it's sort of getting over on on that end of things. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to find the, the the bright side of this whole thing. But it's just it's not making Charlotte look all that great. I do think it's making her maybe come across as a little bit. They're trying to really put over trying to really put her over as a baby face with this. Now, whether or not it's working, I don't know. But I feel like that that's definitely the intention and why they're doing this because at the end of the day like her dad is deciding to go pick this girl instead of his own daughter yeah and i mean hey you know what bless rick the character bless rick for trying to you know get him one but lacy's out there wearing rick's robe and and 28 names deegan says lacy can wear my dad's robe but she'll never wear my crown Ah. Oh. She says, I'm not sold on this angle, but that line made me audibly gasp. Savage line. Yeah, <laughs> I well, guess. If, if some woman comes out in your clothes or you're in clothes inspired by you, dang right, that would be that would piss me off. And I think that would piss off like every single woman on planet Earth. Ah, this is just so utterly pointless and. I can't care about it because I'm just sitting here like, why does Charlotte have these tag titles? Why? Why? And the the close of this show made me even more frustrated. Colt Badeau says, I guess it'll make sense in a few months why Charlotte has the tag titles. I like the Alexa stuff. Call me a sucker. I mean, it's okay if you like the Alexa stuff. There were aspects of it that I liked as well. But I don't know why Charlotte Flair has the tag titles right now. I don't understand why that needed to happen. I really do think that they rushed the Charlotte return. They should have really just waited until the Royal Rumble because this whole thing, in my opinion, like I even said this when this actually happened was it didn't make sense for Charlotte to be in this position. It didn't make sense for her to come in as Asuka's bestie. And there was never no official, like there was never an official turn for Charlotte either. You know, she left as a heel, came back with a baby face. Like there was nothing that actually, you know, caused anything to switch up. So personally, like it just didn't make sense for her to be in that situation and they should have really just hold it up waited until the royal rumble oh boy so charlotte's backstage saying that she's tired of dealing with this trash well we're gonna keep keep with the tag title picture Shayna baszler defeated mandy rose Shayna and i are arguing with each other about the royal rumble ahead of the match and that's fine they're they're those teammates that are difficult to to get along anyway but Shayna wins this match, it's a solid match, some joint manipulation, and she gets a submission win. I'm all for that, Denise. Shayna Baszler winning matches is the right, right call. Did you have any type of feelings about this up until the finish? Just get her to stop getting her to do this goofy stuff. Like, I hate the goofy Shayna. Like, I'm not for it. They need to go back to this killer Shayna Baszler because even like the backstage stuff that they were doing prior to this, I was like, oh, come on. I don't need her to be fighting back and forth with Nia Jax. Like, that's not doing anything for Shayna Baszler. So the, the wins is perfectly fine. Let's just actually get her sub, you know, get rid of the, this whole comedic Shayna. Well, it's WWE. So you know what happens next? The what? person who wins the match gets their ass kicked. Nia gets drop kicked into Shayna and somebody else stands tall because nobody, almost nobody, can just get over. Nobody can just be over. Well, after this match, 
they got Shayna and Nia arguing backstage and, and they're told, oh, you all aren't getting along. And Shayna's like, well, neither are the champions. What are they doing? They got other stuff going on. And Shayna, keep in mind, she is scripted to say this. So this ain't on her. But she says, oh, by the way, we never got our rematch. Denise, it is 2021. Automatic rematches have not been a thing since 2018. You know what's sad? that I don't even think anyone even noticed or even cared. Oh, my God. When they came out and they did the, you are the authority. That's when they got rid of that. 2018. That is an entire Ricochet main roster career ago. Literally, this rule was in place a year before Shayna even debuted on the main roster. Oh, my God. And I feel bad because they had her say that. And the reason why they got rid of it is because it promoted lazy booking. And you would always be backed into a corner. The champions would always lose like two or three matches in a row as a result. Like, And it wasn't helping anybody. But now they don't help anybody even better. But we're going to get this tag title match. And whatever. Shit or get off the pot with these two already. Either... They need to end it. I don't care how they end it, but they need to end it. I kind of hope that maybe it officially ends at the Rumble. You know, just something. It just, it has to end. I'm done with it. We have some super chats. Carlos Easy says, what an opening promo from El Hijo del Cowboy. Yeah, I appreciate that reference. I really do. And then Anakin says, Orton's mask looks like El Santos. I didn't get a good enough look at it, but, yeah, you know. Um... So we're going to talk about what I thought was the single best part of Monday Night Raw. And that was the Styles Clash. That was awesome. That was beautiful. That was beautifully done, by the way. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Way more beautifully done than whatever that promo was beforehand. Oh, my God, Denise. So first off, Ricochet goes, Adam Pierce, thank you so much for the opportunity to prove myself. He's been on Raw for two years. Every he's been actually he's been one of those people that has been featured too, like the last several, the last couple of months actually. He's been seen, so it's not like he hasn't been seen at all. Denise, do you know who Israel Adesanya is? No. He is the UFC middleweight champion. Okay. So in the time that Ricochet has debuted in WWE, Israel Adesanya is undefeated, has won the UFC middleweight championship, defended it three times, and now they're talking about super fights, like him moving up in weight, and and because he's such a big star, he's fighting other people. Poor Ricochet is three years into his WWE career, on TV every week, and he's like, Thank you so much for this opportunity to have a match in the middle of the card. <laughs> Thank See, you so much for this opportunity, sir. You know what? Maybe on the bright side, he's just thankful to be there. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to find some sort of pro to this. I don't have oh. one for you. I really do think that they dropped the ball when, you know, he was teaming up with Cedric Alexander. I really did think that they could have, you know, done right by them and really pushed them to be a full-fledged tag team. Uh, they dropped the ball there. And after, you know, just... Ever since that whole breakup, there hasn't really been much out there for Ricochet. And we know that he can do like these cool moves and all of this stuff and 
all of that, but there's got to be more. And unfortunately, we're just not getting that with Ricochet whatsoever. And I don't know what it is or why. I don't have the answers for you. But it's it sucks for him because he's one of those guys that could really easily just get over with kids because he's out there doing these kick-ass stuff that people are like, whoa, that looks so cool. And that is so easy to get over. Come on. If somebody can go out there and wrestle the way Ricochet does, you don't need to do much to get the guy over. Are you a Drew Barrymore fan, Denise? Wait, what? Are you a Drew Barrymore fan? Yeah, Denise? I love Drew Barrymore. Fever Pitch is like one of my favorite movies. And then like little Drew Barrymore and E.T. Sure. Great actress. Fun. Uh, Joseph Correa says, we need more awesome Ricochet matches, but less 51st date type references. Are you familiar with that film? Yeah, I love 51st dates. Fun, fun movie. Really, really good. Enjoyable. Ricochet says that AJ Styles has selective amnesia. Do you know what that is, Denise? Is it like in and out forgetfulness? It's where you choose to forget things. You choose. Oh. Okay. So it's like if you, for example, and I'm just using this as an example. If after the Royal Rumble, Goldberg wins and you are pretending, oh, I never said anything good about Goldberg, that would be selective amnesia. Drew Barrymore did not have selective amnesia in 51st Dates. She had anterograde amnesia. She had terrible brain damage from a horrible accident. That was not <laughs> Her slate was wiped clean every single night. Yes, it was a horrible <laughs> tragedy that this woman and her family went through and found love despite it. This was not selective amnesia, Ricochet. Oh my gosh, that poor, I hope this, here's the thing. I was going to say, I hope it wasn't written for him, but I like Ricochet so much that I hope it was written for him because I hope he didn't come up with that. Well, I'm sure he didn't come up with that, but like, even just maybe, are you allowed a little fact checking? Like, hey, I'm going to say this and I can stick with this, but this is not really selective amnesia that we saw here in 51st Dates. Oh man. (laughs) Oh, so bad. So bad. Hey, am I still pissed? She even had to be reminded she has a kid. It's yeah. True. In the end, the little boat and the little video. God, that's a nice movie. Ivory Duncan says, Ricochet's past year has been him telling Hurt Business and Retribution to leave him alone, please. Poor Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet just wants to be left alone. That's it. But, uh, and he wants to be put on the card. <laughs> yeah. This match was really fun. Like, I always talk talk about sirloin beef sons of bitches. Ricochet has the offense of some sirloin beef sons of bitches, but he's only 188 pounds. I love his offense. Um, this match was really, really good. And that finished Denise. Styles slingshot suplexes Ricochet, then catches him on the rebound and does the Styles clash. That was one of the best styles clashes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And here's the thing, too. It's like this is a perfect example of the kind of matches that you can have with Ricochet. So, like, now just imagine if there was actually some stake put into him, some reason for people to care, and then they're out there watching him have matches like this, especially with somebody like AJ Styles, who's, like, literally his perfect opponent. So it it just kind of, like, bums you out, though. Like, there is a whole lot of opportunity out there with Ricochet. I like Omos being more verbal outside the ring, too. We're seeing more personality out of him. I think that's a very good thing. 
I do like like tender. I I see. Here's the thing about him is that I like the fact that he's very, that he's sort of mysterious. Like you don't know that much about him. So you actually have to wait and see, like he's a man of few words. And I actually like that attribute. I do too. And and we are starting to see more out of him. And I like that. Who knows if he'll ever be an in-ring character. You know what? If he was in the Royal Rumble, I think that would be something that could protect him. He gets in there. He does a few spots then gets eliminated by somebody. And by like a bunch of people. He's going to have like that spot that every big guy gets. Yes. Yes. Except for Big Show. Do you know Big Show has never had one of those spots in a Royal Rumble? I feel like he has. Why do I feel like no, he has? He, he's never been eliminated by a gang of people. Just Oh, they've just, just tried. Yes, they've just tried. Yeah, okay. Nerd Guru says, sad thing, Ricochet is booked better than Black. That's just because he is booked. Otherwise, I don't even know where Alistair is. I do. FightfulSelect.com. This week, I'll have the scoop. How about that? How about that? Segwaying you in. (laughs) Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You guys asked, and a boy delivered. Malcolm Brown asked if we could review 51st Dates instead of Raw. Hey, I'm down. We have a Twitch now. We can do literally. We can do literally anything you guys want. We have a Twitch now for that reason. Like we can do anything over there. Me and Jimmy talked about COVID for an hour over there. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. says depth of field, not 8K. The background is a blur. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to understand the camera thing. A lot of people are saying 8K. A lot of people saying depth of field. A lot of people saying, no, it's just shot on a special kind of Sony I'll I'll figure it out. I'll find out what they're using, what they're doing, and and how they'll handle that. Whatever it is that they're doing, it looks freaking fantastic. It looks like a music video. I love it. Does. It. it looks really great. Uh, does it look like Toby Ke- Toby Keith's music video, Denise? I don't watch Toby Keith. Uh, neither do I, but I know this music video. Uh, but how about Jeff Jarrett popping up and making his prediction, Denise? <laughs> yeah, that was random. But what I appreciate it though. That? What did I think of Jeff Jarrett coming out? And he basically, see, here's the thing, though, is that with this whole Goldberg, Drew McIntyre thing, I thought for a second that they were going to use this week to sort of, you know, try to get the people interested in this, try to, you know, reprimand whatever they did with, you know, with Goldberg's promo that was, you know, essentially like it was written for Randy Orton and all of that. I thought they were going to do that. And I thought that having Jeff Jarrett come out and, you know, put some good words in for Goldberg was part of this whole thing. But then after what we saw, I realized I was completely wrong. But I didn't mind Jeff Jarrett coming out and doing this. I thought it was it was random, but I kind of felt like they were trying to get people's opinions to be swayed. Love Jeff Jarrett. I've learned quite a bit from him in the limited conversations I've had. He referenced a Toby Keith song, which was, I'm not as good as I once was. Do do you know the rest of the lyrics? No, I don't know any Toby Keith songs. Okay. Not as, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was about Goldberg. You know, referencing that Goldberg's out of his prime. Let me give you a little history here, Denise. Toby Keith was a decade younger when he wrote that song, then Goldberg is now. A decade? A decade. And he still had to pop a blue chew in the music video when two hot cowgirl twins wanted to have a threesome with him. Jesus Christ. They so showed that in the music video? That ain't the best endorsement for Goldberg. But hey, you know what? If Goldberg wants to pop a blue chew 
and, and rock a boner during the entire entire match. You know, it's probably more notable than most stuff. All right, but how many people actually got this reference? Like, is this something that a lot of people got? Well, I'm from Kentucky, so of course I'm going to have seen this video. And did you know that Toby Keith almost bought TNA Wrestling one time? That's wild, but who almost didn't almost buy TNA? That's a a very good point. (laughs) He he actually popped up, and I think he wrestled once, too. He was in like a battle royal. He did a pretty good suplex. He used to uh, train to wrestle once upon a time. I think he went to that maybe to the power plant once or twice or something like that. But yeah, oh boy. Well, I need to definitely brush up on my Toby Keith knowledge. I don't even know one song of his. Hot cowgirl twins don't just throw themselves at you every day, Denise. That's not what song is this music video? Like, what's the music video song for? Like, what song? As good as I once was. That's what it's called. As good as that. Okay, I'll just put Toby Keith in the search bar. I'll put the two hot girls, in, the two hot cowboy girls in Toby Keefe's music video. Well, I mean, I'm sure Google will know what I'm talking about. One of the cowgirls comes up to him and she's like, oh, by the way, I've got a twin sister. And he's like, oh, and I'm just like, wait, are you soliciting your own twin sister? Like, are you coming here for her or is it for the because du- I mean, let me tell you. I don't know what's going on in that family, but. Not well, can it joke. be? It reminds me of Joe Dirt. It that, should the whole sister thing and the cowgirl yeah. stuff, and uh, you know, Rob I hate Wilkins, that now I can remember Joe Dirt. I can apply something to Joe Dirt. Rob Wilkins says Ricochet needs to be on Fox. If I'm a Fox exec, I rec- write Ricochet no matter what on a post-it note. Two draft day references today. Prayers to Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, we we love Carl Anthony Towns here in Kentucky, and we hate what his family has been through with COVID-19. So here's the hoping that he gets better soon too. Uh, it's, it's very sad and hopeful. Hopefully he heals up soon. Am I still <sighs> pixelated? No, not anymore. It goes in and out. Okay. It's been making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I don't know like what people are seeing of me. Well, speaking of COVID, Drew says he'll be on raw next week. Good. Bless his heart too, by the way, because when he came out and did this, like he he didn't completely bury that uh that segment that we saw with Miz and Morrison. Like he didn't completely bury it. Bless well, his heart for that. Well, he definitely sent that video in before it happened. So let's talk about the Miz and Morrison. There's really nothing to this segment besides that Gilberg is there. Gilberg has now been in WWE 90s, 20s, or 90s, 2000s, 10s, and 20s across four decades. 31 years ago, Denise, he and his tag team partner, Barry Hardy, challenged demolition for the tag team titles. And here he is. And he doesn't look that different than he did in 98, to be honest with you. But then they bring out a a short fact. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At Drew McIntyre, that myself and everybody else, it looks like David Crumholtz, and I don't know if you know who that is, but if you, have the you guy seen Elf? from Ten Things I Hate About You, there you go. 
an elf and numbers and all kinds of stuff. He's been in a lot an elf? of stuff. He was the main elf. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked WWE, is this him? And they haven't got back to me. And I know a lot of people are like, definitely him. Doesn't matter. I can't operate on definitely him when we're writing an article on something like that. It we, we just can't. But if it is, it's weird that they didn't name him. Well, okay, so I didn't get that. I didn't do like a facial comparison, so I'm not even too sure about that whether or not it's him. I mean, if everybody thinks it is, and okay, whatever. Okay, but, sorry, it's the Santa Claus, not Elf. I'm done. Okay, no wonder. I was trying to remember. I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the Elf looking like him. Yeah. Somebody's asking, uh, this isn't a super chat thing, but somebody asking about a third person to review Raw. We don't do that because Raw is three hours long. We used to have three people on the SmackDown post show because it's two hours long and we needed to fill it, fill out the, the show. But to have three people reviewing Raw, we barely need one. Two is a, is a benefit for you guys. Like, uh, there's, we, we don't need a third person. No, no offense. But yeah, he's, if that is him, He's been in an awful lot of stuff. And I mean, I know people have already put it on his on his Wikipedia and all that stuff, but he was in like the Harold and Kumar series. He appeared in in the Twilight Zone. He was on an episode of Billions recently. Like this guy, and he's been in ER. He's been in Law and Order SVU. He's done a lot of stuff. I feel like he's one of those actors that you'd like never realizes in so many projects until you like go on their IMDb page and then find out like everything that they've actually done. It always blows my mind. Like you'd be surprised. Like there are some people that I've searched up and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know they were like in all these things when I just saw them in like one movie. Yeah. So that happened. And Miz says, well, I'm next and holds up the briefcase. And that was it. There was really nothing to this. There was them making a joke of it and whatever. This was horrible, Sean. I think you need to put over the fact that it was horrible. Oh, it was horrible. horrible. It was it was completely terrible. It was. It's just I'm so used to horrible things on WWE Monday Night Raw that when this happens, I don't get that arsed about it. But yeah, it was dog shit, Denise. It was terrible. I think this is probably one of the worst segments that we have seen on Raw in a very long time. Well, not even in a very long time, but it's one of the worst. Like I would definitely put it up there because like I said, again, people weren't interested in this Goldberg Drew McIntyre storyline. All right at least try to get the people invested. Like this reminds me of the whole retribution thing. So when retribution came out, you know, they had this whole plan for retribution, right? Then the whole, everybody on the internet completely shit on it. So then all of a sudden they didn't put any effort in trying to make retribution a thing, right? Okay. This is how I feel about this storyline. They, they should try to, they should try to at least get the people to care about it. And I know that they, you know, uh, promoted it for next week, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. And I'm thinking, okay, that's, that's good right but it should have been already since this week have something going on that could actually have the people take this seriously because to me like this was not this was not funny like it wasn't funny it wasn't interesting and this is one of the things that really if you think about it only even works during covid era because can you imagine doing this in front of a live crowd like oh at the end of the God. day you, get, you hear goldberg's music you're at least gonna want to see the guy you hear drew mcintyre's music you're gonna want to see the guy and then you don't it's one of those things where you're it's half been so many times when like you're at a live show and you're like damn like this sucks but then you see all of this and you get bca which i which i'm not even gonna tell you what bca means but it was just not good whatsoever it was bad it was so bad i just got a note from someone that the script just said an actor didn't even say his name 
Ryan B. Jam says he was the boy who was in love with Wednesday Adams. The camp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AKA Denise's cosplay. Uh, Wednesday Adams. I was wearing that outfit yesterday. Actually, oh. it's my go-to relaxing outfit. I have the shorts on right now too. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I just don't wear the shirt on air purposely. I used to wear that shirt on here, but after that post, I don't wear it on here anymore. You look like your internet uh, came from the same year as that movie. Damn, I'm sorry. This isn't a weekly thing, and it's really throwing me for a loop, man. We, we have you freeze almost every week. Almost every week. What? But I chalk it up to StreamYard. Yes, yeah, it's, it's terrible. But we got Jeff, Jeff Hardy entering the Royal Rumble, but not before he faces Jackson Riker again. Uh, I'm going to hey. save everybody the time. Jeff is about to win. Elias causes a DQ. And then the winner gets laid out after the match. The same way. Uh, this is so pointless. But Jackson and Elias are like, whoa, wait, I didn't think you were going to get involved. Oh, but you weren't supposed to get involved. Oh, they couldn't get on the same page about whether or not they were supposed to be uh, involved in the match. I'm just over all this pointless stuff. There are a bunch of titles on this show. And none of like. Nobody's ever competing for the titles or for contendership of the titles or anything like that. Or, or give me a tag team title tournament or a top contender tournament or a, a top contender battle royal and say, oh, wow, they'll have to go over the top rope like that at the Royal Rumble. Anything. For the well, love of does, God. It does seem, though, that they're putting a lot of effort to really, re- really rebuild Jackson, though. Like, even just the way that commentary is putting him over, it reminds me of the whole situation with Lars Sullivan when, like, he came in and they were really doing all their efforts that they possibly could to, like, make him seem like a badass. But, yeah, it's just not sticking here. And I feel bad for Elias. And this is going to turn into a feud with Elias eventually down the line. Uh, I hope that it that it's good. That's all I can hope for. Riker out there on MLK Day is quite the place, says Evan Wright. Carlos Easy says, Denise's internet connection is more of a throwback than WD's movie references. <laughs> I'm bringing Nicholas. back the nostalgia. Y'all are welcome for this. Yeah, WWE's filming in uh, 8K, and somebody said that your internet is on 56K. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, okay? I spent like $200 a month, no, like $100 a month on internet, okay? And I don't know why it's not working today, okay? I don't know what to do. Drew Nicholas says Vince is going to hate having live crowds back. No, I think he's going to be happy even if they shit on what he does. But he he will forget what it's like to have cr- crowds just completely revolt against things he doesn't like. This show really felt like it didn't have Keith Lee, Goldberg, or Sheamus. It really did. Um, wow. I am one of the benefits. I am so glad that they showed the Mustafa Ali or Mustafa Ali segment on this show. Very, very happy about that. Uh, they they needed to. He, he talked about having his opportunity taken from him and given to Kofi Kingston. Conveniently left out was Ali did eventually get his WWE title match when he came back. But that doesn't matter. He wants to ruin things for Kofi. As far as his promo goes, I'm really glad they showed it. How did you feel? 
Well, he's been doing nonstop good promo work. Like even since joining Retribution, he's always had good promos. Like I remember so many weeks where it's like the one good thing that we've been able to say about Retribution are those promos that Ali is cutting. So this to me wasn't anything different. And I like the fact that, you know, when he's out there in matches, you know, sort of barking orders and all of that. I like how all that plays out. Now what they just need to do is give uh, the members of Retribution more confidence, give them a more confident type of character so that they can start, you know, doing something with them. Because I, you know, as much as all like, the nonsense that we've talked about for Retribution, I think if they pulled it off right, you can have something that is somewhat interesting with them. Uh, somebody actually mentioned that Sheamus was backstage. Uh, this match I didn't think was good. Mace defeated Xavier Woods. The finish got messed up. They had Xavier get distracted. Heels can't just win clean. You could see this coming from a mile away. A rare, not good Xavier Woods match, but the finish got messed up. Um, This wasn't for me, Denise. No, and that's the problem is that, again, they could have something there, but... It's really just the fact that they had Mace essentially come out and look like clueless. Like when Ali was telling like, get back in there, get back in there, you know, finish it, finish it. He had the like the daddy, like, I don't want to go in type of feel, you know, like he should go in with way more confidence into the ring. Like that's the one thing that I felt was missing. And it really keeps you from getting interested in this type of character, especially a big guy like that. He shouldn't be like having to be like, oh, can I beat him? Can I not beat him? I'm with you. I'm with you. They, I mean, why are we threatened by these people? Why were WWE ever threatened by these people? Exactly. Uh, you need to give me a reason to say, like, okay, like, there, I should be afraid of this guy. And sometimes we see little, like, little pieces of of a direction that they could head head into with that, but it just hasn't come into fruition for this. But I still, I have hope. I have hope. Is that sad to say? I have hope. No, I mean, I appreciate the optimism. It's just. They've shown us that they don't care about it. Evan Wright says T-Bar is going to accuse Hiromu of taking Mace's moves. Oh, I fully expect to get a tweet. Like, I posted I posted an exclusive about Retribution being offered new contracts on Fightful Select. I'm for sure going to get probably at least one person from that group trying to be like, oh, the don't listen to the dirt sheets thing. They did. The story's true. I don't post fake stories, but we're going to get one of those from at least one of the members. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Sarah Jane. Oh, wait. No, that's not Sarah Jane Deegan. That's 29 names Deegan. She says, the fact that we know Drew has the Rona and my heart still stopped when his music played during that garbage (laughs) segment. I despise Miz right now. They sold me a ticket on that one, Denise. I was like, oh, damn, he got over it. He's back. I started counting days. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that's only, I was like, we, I was like, because the min- bare minimum is 10, right? Like it should be 14, but I know that some people do 10. And I started thinking, have 10 days already passed? Like what's happening here? Am I not counting my days right? So for, I mean, like a millisecond, but the part of the reason why I didn't was because they did the whole Gilbert thing first. So that's why I knew they did it. I was just more curious of who they were going to come out and how they were going to make fun of Drew McIntyre. Yeah, oh boy. Colt Badeau says, can we get more AJ Ricochet matches, please? Because, woo, yeah, that was very good. I really enjoyed it. Nerd Guru also says, I trust Gil- Gilbert in the ring more than Billy Boy. This is uh, building to Rick helping Charlotte win the, the Rumble because her win worked so well last time. I hope Charlotte doesn't win the Rumble. Bad idea. Uh, Gilbert, Dwayne Gill was a really good technician. 
I know it was a joke. I actually would not trust Gilberg in the ring more than Goldberg right now because unfortunately Gilberg just had a heart attack like a few weeks ago. So or a few months ago. So uh, glad to see he's like a few weeks ago. It's like what the heck? It wasn't that long ago. Really? Um, yeah. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it was like December. Oh, it was late November. November twenty seventh. Yeah. So less than two months ago. Oh, wow. uh, he had a heart attack. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that, but he was he was a very solid wrestler in his day. <sighs> Hurt business look like they're breaking up. Um, I hope not. I hope not. But I wish somebody would have broken up whatever creative meeting happened that led to this fucking promo backstage. So there was one funny part. Matt Riddle goes up to them and says, I'm going to take the high road. And Shelton goes, I bet you are, which I thought was funny. But then Lashley stomps on Riddle's foot. Or does he, Denise? Because he missed it by a mile. I and thought he got his toes. It wasn't until I saw the tape on his on his like ankle area that I realized he didn't get his toes. Yeah, he didn't get his toes. And then Riddle says... You're going to get a lot more of that foot later when it's up your ass. Oh, Denise, why would they do this? I think they've done worse by Matt Riddle. I don't even think that was the very worst. We've seen worse with Matt Riddle. Oh, my God. I hope that Riddle took a picture with Gilberg backstage. Uh, I hope that happened at least. But, oh, this was so stupid. So stupid. Yeah, and then what's funny, too, is when he came out and he did his entrance and he did his perfect little, you know, kicking off his, like, sandals off. And I'm like, you have tape around your 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 foot. Like, shouldn't you, your foot be hurting at least just a tiny bit? Well, Anakin says Lashley completely missed Riddle's foot. Jam on Ryan B. Jam. By the way, guys, get in your super chats. Please leave us a thumbs up. It helps us a lot. But Ryan B. Jam says that Bobby stomp on Riddle was so goddamn stupid. Not only did the cam show that he missed the stomp, but Riddle grabbed the wrong foot. Did he really? How did I not notice that? Oh, no. I need to go back and watch that because I didn't catch that. So the story of this match, it was Hurt Business beating the Lucha Bros, Denise. Uh, And the story was them having dissension. Uh, Cedric Alexander is a hot dog. He's a show off. He's a show out. Won't tag when he needs the tag. And he's, he's trying to show up the veterans. Eventually Lashley takes things into his own hands, hits a spear full Nelson and wins. Of course, after the match, what happens when you win? Matt Riddle beats you up. (laughs) All all, all the time. I guess. Isaac says, bruh, I really don't want to see the hurt business break up. Do you think they are? I think they still have so much more that they can do with the Hurt Business. It's too soon. They spent so much time establishing them and, you know, getting them over on the roster that I think it's still too early. Like, they can have some tension. Just don't break it off just yet. I liked some. I liked a lot of this because Cedric having this separate personality really, really helps for me. Cedric should be a little bit different. He should be the the kid that they're trying to bring up, so to speak, because Shelton Benjamin plays a great angry old man, and Bobby Lashley just plays angry really good. He's really, really good at being the angry dude. Um, hey, the pr- house party went a couple of weeks with like on a sort of a winning streak. 
they're all over the place. There's yeah. somebody in somebody in WWE took a liking to them because they've been all over. Are they in the Dusty Cup too? No, no, oh, they're not. I don't think so. Are they? Let me let me. No, look. I don't think so. I feel like I would have remembered that. I think they are in it. Let me let Oof. me take a look. Yes, they are in it. Wow. And I didn't they're even face, remember that. That's just they're sad. Gonna, they're going to lose. They're facing Imperium. But yes, they are in it. So, I mean, they're on that show. They're on, they were on SmackDown as Lumberjacks. They're on Raw doing all this stuff. I mean, you know, it pisses me off because I care about the brand split, but whatever. Ryan B. Jam says, for about the last three months, anytime I turn on Raw, I go from thinking it's going to be terrible. And nine times out of ten, I'm not raw. Wrong. Tonight was one of those nights. Yeah, um, it's bad. It's really, really bad. And there's so much potential too, though. That's I think that's what bums me out. Like there's so many times, like after pay per views, and like you said, even after SmackDown, you're like, wow, like they could put on a really good show when they want. Like when they want, they can put on some of the best stuff. But I don't know if it's just like no hope. If they just don't care for Raw right now, or they really are trying with Raw and it's just not clicking. I, I don't know. Brandon Charles Powell says, shoot, I want to see Hurt Business versus Roman and his family, including Apollo. Don't break up Hurt Business yet. I think they would have a way to go in building Bobby Lashley. And I don't think the full Nelson's going to get him there. The full Nelson is over a lot more now than it was, but I don't think that move's going to get him to Roman Reigns level. Well, it also has to depend on like who he's doing it to. I mean, if he's just doing it to members of the Lucha House Party, it's only yeah. so much that's going to get over. But I do think that would be fun. The promos would be really, really good in that, Brandon. So I, I completely agree. Theoretically speaking, if they were booked the right way, then yeah, I would love that. Oh, boy. So uh, Alexa Bliss does the Playhouse gimmick. Asuka acts like pretty afraid. We, we didn't really need this. I have a question. So does Alexa is Alexa Bliss talking to the fiend or does she have an imaginary friend or is the imaginary friend the fiend? Is he really there in their world or is he not really there in their world? And is Alexa Bliss delusional? I'm trying to understand the concept of their world. Hey, you know what? If you're questioning that, I think that's that's good on their part. They're at least doing that right. Uh, Patrick says that she's talking to the fiend. I think so too, but it's very clearly she has a bit of a split personality thing going on. Not every more voices than Randy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the lights go out after the commercial Alexa is transformed. I just want to say that Alexa being intimidated or or Oscar being intimidated. I don't like it. She shouldn't be scared of shit. And there are a lot of people upset about the, the tag team title situation. Nerd Guru says, just when the women's tag champs are in separate programs on Raw, meanwhile, or just love when they are on separate programs, meanwhile, NXT has a bunch of hungry women that could use those titles. They've got a tag title, or they got a tag tournament going on there. Exactly, and <sighs> they could definitely do something with that. I mean, I think that's, I, I can't. I can't come up with a reason for them not to move those titles on over to NXT, get some of the girls from NXT to have those belts. Like there for me is no reason why. I mean, the only thing that I can think of is the fact that they obviously want to keep something, something on raw to keep, you know, keep some movement alive there. But the problem is that now it's just become so focused on those tag team title bouts that we've, you know, lost the focus on, on the women's, on the raw women's championship. And I, I agree with you in the sense that I didn't like what this did for Asuka either. She didn't, 
didn't she didn't just look afraid. She looked weak, given the fact that she hasn't if she had been booked great up until this point and then this happened, nobody would have cared. Maybe I mean, maybe some people would have cared, but it wouldn't have been as like embarrassing as it was tonight because it's like, OK, we already know how Asuka's being treated as raw women's champion. And now we're just seeing her lose like this. Like you have to put more more. I don't know, just more. not even confidence just like make your champion seem like a big deal like they should feel like somebody it's going to be really really hard to beat this person completely i completely agree champions should be special you should strive to become a champion and then the matches that aren't for titles or aren't top contender matches will subsequently mean more it is it is a recurring effect that it just goes down. They'll, they'll mean more because then those people will become top contenders. All yeah. that. And I didn't uh, like to bliss in this, by the way, because everything we've already talked about this. And I'm just going to sound like a broken record because she really is doing some of her best work in here. And she is carrying this whole like fame thing. I mean, she's hanging in there with Randy Orton. All of that other stuff that she's been doing was perfectly fine. Like I did like how, you know, they did that whole if you want to call it a swerve where she, you know, comes out with the black lipstick and then she goes back to the regular face that she had on. I did think that cinematic wise, production wise and how she's been you know just portraying this character has been very well done i thought one of the best things on raw was was the series after the commercial where alexa is transformed i don't give a shit about that but the series where she blocks every bit of oscar's offense that was cool because that shows a distinct change in what we know of alexa bliss like she can see things coming it is a change in her personality i thought that was really cool oscar was laying some stuff in there too she really was and then eventually alexa wins with the sister abigail now here's the thing i always thought that alexa would be the person in this transformed thing to beat oscar for the title i've said that for months but of course if they do it they can't just do it like that it's gotta it's gotta be a hundred friggin' matches See, and then part of me doesn't want it to go that way because my part of me still wants to see Charlotte win it just so that Rhea Ripley could win it. Like, I want to have it go that route instead. So I'm like, I'm wondering, like, okay, if Alexa wins the bout, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking too much on this, but I still want to see Rhea Ripley take this one down Raymond the line. Campbell had said, uh, say what you want about Fiend Alexa Bliss, but I feel she's the most over female on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, not not a high bar right now, but yeah, I would agree. She definitely is, and she's doing the best character work that there is out there. And like, what even though it may not be, you know, something it's totally different from how Becky Lynch got over. I still think that you know you gotta you gotta hand it to her for for what she's doing. By the way, Brandon, I saw you posting these. If we miss a super chat, put that then what the super chat was after that. Putting those up there does me no good. It means. But but we do save up these super chats and read them when when we get to the right segment. Joseph Correa says they mentioned that every week the raw tag or that the tag titles can be defended across each brand, but Charlotte and Oscar have only been on Raw since winning the tag titles. I'm okay with that. Like if they just appear on one brand here and there, it's that they can, they can. But um, I, I wish they would do more. They should, shouldn't have the titles. 
Totally they different should. from when Sasha and Bailey were champions. But then sometimes part of me wonders, maybe it's better just to keep them on there if they're going to keep winning. You don't want to have them go and beat all the girls on SmackDown, all the girls on NXT or whatever, and then just have them, you know, looking all good when really we know it's not going anywhere. Leonza Duncan says, I'm 35, and again, Bray, Orton, and Bliss are the only reason I watch. I mean, it works for some people. Some people are digging this, and they like it. More power to you. I encourage you to like it. Jamie Miles says, when the fans come back, how is WWE going to explain the Fiend and Alexa switches? They're, they're not. They won't do them anymore. Or they'll do them in pre-tapes. That's it. Yeah, pre-tapes seems more like the thing to do. I don't really have a problem with them taking advantage of the situation right now, Denise. I mean, it's they're back into a corner. Make the best of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the cinematic stuff. I just think that it at least needs to be done. Like, all right, like the whole thing with Randy Orton today, it wouldn't have been half bad. Just take out the whole silly mask and that's it. You're perfectly fine there. Exiled Empath says, thank you for the review. This Raw was rough. Oh, yeah, it was. It was very, very, very rough. That's why my internet gave out. Uh, (laughs) My internet was like, I'm done. I already streamed you three hours of Raw. (laughs) You're done. Jamie's. Jamie says, I hate scared Asuka. Why does WWE hate Asuka? I've often said that it's almost impossible to book Asuka to her talent level because she has infinite talent. So whatever you do after that big, long, undefeated streak, it's going to be hard to match up because she's that good. She can do anything. But this ain't good. And uh, Crimson94 says, I decided to give WWE a second chance, and I was surely let down. Outside of the Bliss story, I'm sticking with Fightful and WrestleTalk to stay up to date. That's a good choice. I like those fellas over there. And uh, Ryan B. Jam says, since Ricochet and Gulak have both lost to AJ trying to get into the Rumble, have them face each other for a Rumble spot, but they enter number one. Give that match time. I love that idea. I think that's a really good idea. Say, Adam Pierce is like, you guys want a shot? You get your shot, and it'll be at number one. And then they go at it for a good 10 to 15 minutes. And then whichever one wins gets a good like 40 minutes in the rumble. That would be funny. And I mean, at this point, I feel bad for Gulak. Like he should definitely be like out there protesting or something that the fact that anybody can just be like, hey, I'm in it. And then he's like, what the hell? Like I tried to do that. and You guys didn't allow me to like, that's a dirty one. I'd be pretty pissed if I were him. I declared for the Royal Rumble today, Denise. You're in. Congratulations, Sean. I also declared that this Wednesday is list and your boy number 200. Make sure you guys tune in 3 p.m. Eastern. I've got something cool at the top of the show, especially for longtime fans. Uh, Robert says, why can't the Riot Squad carry the tag titles? They're an actual tag team and would help them get over. I'll do you one better, Robert. I think them carrying the tag titles would help the tag titles get over because I think they're that good. And I love Billy Kay with them. Oh, yeah. That's so much fun. I really like what they're doing with her there. It's so funny. Brandon Campbell says, I personally don't like the storyline, but I do enjoy the Bliss character. Maybe the story will be better with the new Fiend character return. Here's the thing, Denise. When they reboot the Fiend, I'm just like, well, they're going to screw him up again. Yeah, I, I dang, I, I don't know what they're going to do from here. Like, I really don't because... Again, Alexa Bliss, she's doing, she's pulling up her leg work on this. Like she really is. But it's like, how do you come back from getting burned alive? What do you do next? They just, they, they just can't make it make sense. 
if they just make things make sense and they don't be lazy, I think they would be surprised at how how good their show would just be. Just make it make sense. Don't be lazy. And they got to close out the whole Alexa Bliss fiend romance situation too. They got to find a way for that close. What's finally going to get her to snap out of this? Like when is she going to get out of this, you know, crazy Alexa Bliss? So that needs to close too at some well, guys, point. We're over time as it is, but we did get some fan mail from Anakin JMT. He told me to open this on the air. I did cut the tape before we got on the air. I hope there's nothing ridiculous in here, but we're going to open this and reveal it on the air. How exciting. Oh, I already see some sweets in here. Show Ooh. the people, Sean. We want to see. Some Dutch licorice. I don't, I, I've never tried this before. Dutch Wait, licorice. It? It's oh, Dutch licorice. Awesome. What flavors? You know what? I wouldn't know. It's soft and sweet, though. But <laughs> we've got some windmill cookies. I love these things. They're basically like souped up Teddy Grahams. They're Amazing. really good. I'm not sure what the... Oh. Wilhelmina Peppermints. Okay. Okay. And this says read on air. I hope it's not like like me casting yeah. a spell. Oh, Anakin. This is... This is uh, a long letter. He says, apologies for getting this to you late. Uh, and he explains why. Oh, I'm sending a shirt for Sean to reveal in the air, as well as some locally sold Dutch treats for the both of you. Sean will have to send you yours. Any- I'm not <laughs> sending him any of these. I'm still waiting for my third gift from you, Sean. I, yeah, I know. I'm not going in the hole. I'm eating all these. To make up for the shirt, Denise... I promised you I'd listen to Reputation, which I previously called a trash album. There's actually some stuff that's pretty good on it. Still not my favorite album, 1989 Forever. <laughs> that's sweet. I, I appreciate it. And he has enclosed private letters. He says, thank you for your insights on every episode of Raw. And most importantly, for the fun you guys bring every single Monday night. I always pause whatever podcast I'm listening to at work when the Monday night post show comes on. And it's always awesome. Even when Denise drops controversial takes about Goldberg <laughs> and pizza dipped in ranch and Christmas. <laughs> Without butter disregard, Anakin JMT. That we is pre- sweet. So I do have what I presume is a shirt here. And I don't know what this is, but we're going to see. And we appreciate you, Anakin. Let's see. Ooh, some washing instructions. <laughs> Are you excited for the washing so instructions? This has it's it has print on it, and it says "World's Number One." I'm going to unveil this as you guys as World's as I Number see One. It what? I don't know. We're gonna find out. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what is this? Is amazing. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. What the hell? What happened to all this nice Denise Salcedo comments? And then I get this is there. Amazing. Jesus Christ. And that's my last. I'm going to have to change my name. That's it. I'm changing my name. Thanks to Anakin JMT. I'm changing my goddamn name. I am no longer Denise Salcedo. A hammer. Everybody loves it. I hate everyone today. Anakin says, Denise, Jeremy loved it. I don't know who Jeremy is. Oh, well, Crimson says, WWE was not ready for Asuka. They sure as hell weren't. Oh, that was great. Everybody is so happy 
about this as they should be. Let me see. Hold on, wait. No, I was oh, expecting something is, totally so, different. I thought this was going to be for me or for you. This is my size. This is for me. I'm going to wear this it's for you. <laughs> I'm going to wear this on the air. Well, I mean, Anakin was like, "Oh, send, it, send in the letter." Peppermint. I ain't paying twenty wait, bucks. So now you're wearing my name on your chest. Yeah, of course. You're my friend. Why wouldn't Can you I? please black out Salcedo so the whole world doesn't think I support Kanye West? I hate Kanye West. Jay Rasmussen says that's the greatest shirt I've ever seen. It's a very good quality shirt too. I gotta say, this is this is good soft stuff. The kind of stuff you can get at shop.fightful.com. Have you ever been over there, Denise? What? Have you ever been to shop.fightful.com? No. Would I get fired for that? <laughs> at shop.fightful.com. Have it been on? No way. Look, look at this, Denise. Look at look at all this. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got the overlay up right now. Bam. Look at these beautiful clothes. You got the Dong Lord tee. You got the good shirt, pal. Get I don't it? have a good feeling about this. Get it? Good shirt, pal. No, I don't have anything of you up there. Don't Thank worry. God. I, I, I was starting to sweat, Sean. I, I'm just I'm just shilling. Look at this. If you're Christmas, bless these hands. I don't understand. What I did to the people so that I could receive this type of hate. What did I do to the people? Look at all the beautiful gear over here. We've got some pride teas as well. Sour graps. We've got the Christmas with, with a couple. Is this HSN Fightful Edition, Sean? Yeah, of course. Look, you got, look at this, look at this, uh, this gimmick over here. It's a deer throwing a super kick. You like that, don't you? Look at this. The van instead of the man, like Jimmy Van. I didn't even know we had this. It just says tall. <laughs> Fightful mania. Desist in your boy. Because we got hit with a cease and desist. And of course, sands of time. Look at all these beautiful shirts. And we're going to get more in. Look, look, this is my personal favorite. Look at that bad boy. Oh, man. Any color you want. It's magical. Denise? I'm just here sitting down, like, depressed. Shop.fightful.com. We are about to uh, add a bunch of new designs. And I'm going to break a bunch of news on Fightful Select this week. Um, I have a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff that you guys are going to like over there. Also, please. I'm depressed uh, to talk. Please retweet my pin to tweet. It is my Royal, Inside the Royal Rumble feature. It would mean a lot. Denise, I understand you read it today. Yes, I did read it today, actually. On this day, you learned that I am actually a talented writer. Yes, you made me laugh when you wrote sorry in parentheses. <laughs> I popped. Congratulations. You got a pop out of me. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just too depressed to continue on with this stream today. I'm depressed now. Are you too depressed to to plug your own stuff? Like what yes, you're doing I'm stuff? too depressed. Just kidding. I didn't. I was gonna say I didn't think so. And it's the first time your internet, internet's been clear for like. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, it's, it looks great right now. Are you kidding me? Oh, it looks wonderful. The, Go ahead. That internet threw me off this entire show. Oh my god! All right. Seriously though, first of all, I'm gonna start off by saying Denise Salcedo will never, ever, ever. E- e- ever be a Kanye West fan, okay? Do, do you know Ever. how many views like you listening to a Kanye West album would do? No, 
I will never sell out because Kanye West is literally the worst human being ever. So you no. Say that. You can say that his music sucks. I'm just saying. Oh, his music sucks. I don't need to hear it to say that it, it sucks. It's, it's sucks. really good. It's really incredible Sean, stuff. Not right now. He's not musical, right now. I he's, hate Kanye West. He's a very disturbed person, but he's a musical genius. He truly is. <laughs> Look, Sean. Raw sap. Yeah. Look, I do you have any idea how you know I have been doing my I've been putting my best foot forward to be a kind, loving, endearing person, be a good friend to you. I've been rooting for you. I've been, you know, being so nice to you. And then you come at me with this nonsense. All right. And Anakin JMT, I also have a pickle to pick with him. I don't know when I will pick this pickle, but I'm very, very upset, Anakin. And um, Denise Salcedo does not like Kanye West. Like, that's just the point that I want to get across here, okay? I really want to get this point across. Secondly, you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at underscore Denise Salcedo, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's it. And I hate Kanye West. You have opinionated wrongfully, Denise. Until next time, guys. We're out. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.